The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. 865-255-03, hour two here on the program. Let's get to the Irish Networks hotline. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Let's get to Devontae. Devontae, good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning, man. It's good to hear your voice, man, over the phone again. Man, man it's good to hear you, man. Finally. Oh, it, everything been good. I know the last time I called was uh, got my cousin Evan Stewart, how we should have got him in Tennessee. Where did he Who go? messed it up? I think we can still get him to come to Tennessee, but that's another conversation. Did he commit? What did he commit to? Where is he? Look, he committed. He committed to Florida and he committed to Texas, and he decommitted from both of them because he don't want to be there, man. Him and Walter, best friends. You know, like I say, our whole family from Tennessee. He really want to come to Tennessee, but you know, I don't know where that's going with that. Don't want to waste no time on no Texas big star recruit. But Hmm. I wish hype of somebody give him a call, man. I'm pretty sure we can reel him in. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You mean your you mean your five star receiver cousin? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm pretty sure, bro. I'm I'm seventy to thirty. That's why he keeps decommitting from these other schools. You know, you know when your heart really at home. Like he still tell people he's from Memphis, Tennessee. Like Memphis, Bang. You know, you know them Memphis ties run deep, man. You know. Are you what, are you being a recruiting coordinator? I mean, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here, Devontae? Man. You know, we 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 chat about it, but you know, he got almost close to like five hundred thousand followers, almost a million on Instagram. So you know, he got to do his thing and you know get traction and go to all these other schools and you know, kids got to be divas nowadays. Some kids got to be divas, and he one of them. I must say, it's good and bad to divas. I love my little cousin, but man, I'm saying. If any one of the coaches is listening to this, call Evan Stewart, baby. Waste like, some time. It, it looks like he's going to Texas A&M. You see? That's the third school we said, Jason. Yeah, man. This is not a gimmick. But that ain't, I don't want to call and talk about a receiver that ain't on the on the board, get everybody's gears grinded. Just know he really want to be in Tennessee. Who's that? Evan Stewart. Let's get it. Let's get it done, then. Let's let's get it done. We gotta. We hey. We gotta get you on the coaching staff to make this happen, man. We can we can have you as an honorary coach for the recruitment of Evan Stewart. I mean, this this dude, this kid is the number one player in Texas. It looks like, and the number four player in the entire country. I mean, he's he's a stud. He's a stud. Man, I, I, I look I looked at two four seven a couple weeks back and I smiled because it's like, man, honestly Tennessee could really have the number one and the number four player in the country. But Evan's not in Tennessee right now because he's in Texas and he's been doing his thing in Texas. But I smile because on the inside I know that really could be a possibility if we went when we went through the Pruitt era, as people call it. But that could have been a strong possibility that this year we could have got Walter Nolan and Evan Stewart, who are two top five players, man. Hey, man, I mean, this, Walter Stewart is right here in Knoxville. I think A&M is going to be, you know, hard to beat. And we'll see. This thing has had tons of twists and turns for Walter Nolan's recruitment. But listen, Devonta, are you are you saying that Tennessee has a real shot here? With Evan, yeah. No no doubt. Don't, no doubt. All right. Don't, don't I mean, make I'm telling this you. work in. And, 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 you know, he ain't really giving us a real shot here because, you know, we're trying to get him 10 balls a game, 10 catches a man. game. Is he ready for that? Man, I'm telling you, it, 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 the reason he's so good nationally, it's not his speed. It's them hands and you a receiver. It's them feet work. The boy been playing soccer since four years old, man. Listen, Devontae, this is what we're going to do. I need for you to hit your boy up after the show. We gonna see what we can do. All right, let's 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 give our all for Tennessee. How, how optimistic are you, Devonte? You, you ain't right, Ben. This is first, <laughs> first call back. This is first call back, Ben. You ain't doing like that. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, Tell yeah, C-Mac yeah. to wake up. He called this morning. sound like his breath was stinking. He went everywhere on the place. <laughs> wake up, C-Mac. Now, Devontae, I, <laughs> I C-Mac I, said, I want to talk to Stokes. And then say two words to Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. He was capping, wasn't he? Man. Devontae, I have a question. E- Evan Stewart, is he like a legitimate cousin? Or is he just like... Oh, Look, let me cousin. tell you this. Let me tell you this. I don't like to tell stuff like this, but I'm going to say this. His grandmother and my mother stayed next door to his, his, his to each other. His mother was over my mother's house two weeks ago. My mother and his mother, mothers are sisters, which makes them, my mother is, my mother's mother is his grandmother. I mean, is is his auntie? You know, it's deep, man. It, we really we like third, fourth cousin. But Devontae. I don't know if y'all know this. I'm in a black community, when you third third cousins, almost all your cousins are like first cousins. When you come from a small city, and everybody stay together. I mean, that is true. That's one hundred percent true. That's that's why so, I was asking: yeah. Is he an actual cousin, or is he like a a real close family friend that you call a cousin? So, so like, if Tennessee coaches call Evan Stewart, say, "Hey, man, you know." Uh, your cousin Devontae, he you know he's a Tennessee Vol. Would love to be, you know, love to see you in orange. Will Evan Ru- will uh, Evan Stewart say who? Or will he say, oh yeah, my cousin Devontae? Will he actually acknowledge you as his cousin? Is what I'm wondering. He would. He would. He would acknowledge me as his cousin Tojo. Tojo. Family nickname. Why, why Tojo? Oh, Tojo. Just, yeah. We just learned about. But I remember when that boy Tojo. was in diapers, man. Like, like, yeah, that's that's a legitimate cousin, okay. you know. Okay. But right. like I say. Where'd Tojo yeah. come from? Uh, I used to look like, <laughs> back in the day when I was born, I used to look like the wrestler. Now, the kids nowadays don't know too much about them. Tojo Yamamoto. Uh, but that's okay. where it come from. Okay. All right. We got some work to do, uh, Devontae. You got to hit me up after the show, man. You know how to find man, me. Man, look, it's, like I say, two years ago, 2002 ah, years ago, two, three years ago, his sister graduated from Tennessee. 20 years ago, one of his uncles graduated from Tennessee. This is it's like in his blood to be alone. But, you know, however that works. Okay. All right, we I hate calling to talk about that. I really wanted to talk about, you need to get Jeremy Banks on Tennessee Prime. Every name you called in them statistics have been on Tennessee Prime. Y'all got Carvin on there for Memphis. Y'all got Hedden Hooker. He won the best players. We have seen... Uh, we just seen Big Matthew Butler, one of the best players. We see Cade every week. It's Cade's show. Y'all say y'all two and Cade. Let me get let me get JB on there, man. JB a tank. We need one of the two. Okay, I've been trying to get uh, you know I've made my request for Jeremy Banks um, to be on the show. I think that would be phenomenal. I don't handle the booking. Uh, I handle the the setup and the production and. And and uh, the look of the show and all that stuff. Um, you do a good job too, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it. And you know, I handle the you know <laughs> the show being on on the Swain Event platform. I don't book the players because I don't really talk to them like that. Um, but I have made my request for Jeremy Banks. I hope that he's able to do it. And I don't think this upcoming week will be a good week. I think like South Alabama will be a good week to get Banks on. I think the off season. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, man. We need them locked in. We need them locked in yeah, for right. Georgia because uh, I think we sweep them uh, them cats. We're going to do them bad. 48 to 14, we're going to do them boys real bad. The best they best year was when they had Terry or Lynn Down Jr. And we were smacking them with Jeremy Pruitt. Possibly the worst coach ever in Tennessee history. So they say a lot about these cats coming up. So. I like we're going to beat these cats. We can't get them to do Georgia because Georgia, I think we're going to score the most points the NCAA has seen this year on Georgia will come from the Tennessee Vols. Not going to say we're going to win, but I will say we're going to see. We're going to give them the most points they've seen. So, yeah, South Alabama homecoming week is pretty, pretty good for them. We'll, we'll try to get it done, Devontae. You got it, man. Tojo. Huh. All right, let's go back to the phones. Fake Bob Kesslin. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we are great. Well, we're trying to recruit. I have a question, then I'll just hang up and listen. 
do you all think that Jeremy Banks and Beasley's going to be the keys to tomorrow night's game? And then I think Tennessee needs to jump out quick. And so by halftime, all them Kentucky fans can go to Kroger, get their lunch, get back in them coal mines. Talk to you all later. <laughs> uh, I think, I, I mean, if you ask me who the key to this game is, I mean, how can it not be Henry Hooker, right? But defensively, the linebackers are going to be very, very important too because we know what Kentucky wants to do. Now, we know Kentucky wants to take the pressure off Will Levis. I said on three-hour lunch yesterday, if I'm Tennessee, I make Will Levis play like Tim Couch. Tim Couch was the best quarterback to ever step foot on um, Kentucky's game field. And they threw it all over the yard. And he was successful. And he was a top NFL pick. He is a better dude, actually, than he was a player. But, like, force Will Levis to be Tim Couch. Force him to be. Don't allow him to hand the ball off 20, 25, 30 times. Kentucky getting four, four and a half, five yards a pop. Running the football and never put Will Levis in some third down long situations. You make Will Levis be the MVP. Make him be Matt Corral. Because Matt Corral put Ole Miss on his back and won the game against Tennessee. Make Will Levis do that. Kentucky don't want Will Levis to have to do that. They want to rely on defense, running the football, and take their shots when it's open because it's third down and, and short or second down and short. Force Will Levis to be like Tim Couch. As far as the coal mine, Dig, I don't know much about the coal mines. I just know that we hear those jokes with Kentucky fans and West Virginia fans, and actually pretty funny. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Tremel. Tremel, good morning. Who also might be a cousin of Devontae. Yes, sir. <laughs> I just called in, you know, chat with my cousin. My cousin called in. I've been worried about the homie. That's your cousin, too? <laughs> yeah, you know You know Family. Family everywhere. It's good to hear from me, though, my dude. I was worried about you. I ain't heard from me in a while. Yeah, man. I was worried about Devontae, too, but it's good to hear from him. Yeah, he came in with some, with some fire, too, bud. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he came in He came in with some good information. We are on it as we speak. Oh, yeah. Please do. Because, I mean, if he got all them ties, man, it's almost chewing. Uh, you see him over here texting? So, I'm kind of... Uh, I looked up. I, I know we kind of helped you now. Uh, my change. I'm having to change the heart a little bit. No, <laughs> you ain't scared no more? I ain't scared no more. <laughs> <laughs> Jamel, what was that call? Like yesterday or day before? Was that Wednesday? Yeah, that was yesterday. <laughs> so you were scared yesterday, and now you're not scared anymore? I mean, we, we helped. So that's my right. thing, though. Listen, hold on. Answer me, answer me something real quick, though. Okay, okay. So, you know, I, I, most of us never played on, on you know, that collegiate level. So the injuries, man, like, dude, how did they become back from these injuries so quick? Because <laughs> it's Friday, man. I mean, Friday's, Friday heals you. <laughs> Friday heals you. It's right. Well, they were talking about the injuries yesterday. Everybody being healthy yesterday. <laughs> I, t- I told you, man. I told you. That's I've been crazy. explaining it to you guys for weeks now. <laughs> Friday is just, I know you, you just get healthy. Like they, these trainers, what, what? These trainers, I, I need to get me one of these trainers, man. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, you just need to make every day Friday. It only never works get on, hurt. It only works on young people, not old people. <laughs> That's right, Jermaine. I did see some grays in your dreads when I saw you. You, you ain't young. No, you didn't. You saw you some ain't. dog hair in my dreads. That's mellow hair. There's no gray. <laughs> and you are old, man. No one gets old. No one gets hurt tearing their Achilles celebrating by just jumping up and down. His dog hair in his hair. Yeah. No, that was yeah, that white. was your you mellow white. So it's, yeah, your, your little Chihuahua's hairs are in your hair. You gonna blame it on the yeah. dog, Jermaine? Really? It is. That's your gray hair. Like you old. So, uh, <laughs> you get to whoop up on some cats this weekend, huh? That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Can't wait, boy. Uh, so, uh, they said the linebackers have got to be the, the key to the defense, right? I think I think they're important. I think they're important. I mean, if I had to pick one player being the most important, it's quarterback, man. It's Henry Hooker. And I think... You know, when you look at Tennessee's depth, everyone's going to have a, a a part. 
in this game. And everyone, I think, is is equally important, honestly, outside of Hendon Hooker. So it's hard for me to pick out one play or one player or two players that's more important than another two players, to be honest. Is it okay? To, is, it, is it is it okay to do? Uh, <laughs> no, I ain't even gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. If you got to think about it, it's probably good. Not, joke. I ain't even gonna do it. If you got to think about it, it's probably good not to say it. Yeah, it's a beasley joke. I ain't even gonna do it. Tell us offline, though. <laughs> Give us the laughs. We'll get over, job. Okay. Where we going? See you. Who's next? Uh, Devontae's white cousin, a.k.a. D.R. Ball. All right. Devontae's white cousin, D.R. Ball. Good morning. Yes, it's Devontae's white cousin at Thanksgiving. I will uh, make sure and pass the non-raisin uh, mac and cheese and try to get our cousins uh, committed to Tennessee. You know, I, 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 I can't speak for the black community, obviously, but I think D.R. Vall would get an invitation to the barbecue. Would, would you and Rodney and Tremel and, and C-Mac and Big Shot Robert Ree? Yeah, I don't know if D.R. Vall can, you know, can, can eat at our barbecue because he's fasting. And our barbecue, we don't really know what time it's going to be. There's not a set time. And if it was that time, it wouldn't start on time. Um, so I don't know if D.R. Vall is actually eating. I don't know if he can eat during that, during that fasting but window. But he would at least get an invite. Yeah, you can come drink some water. We got some coffee for you, black coffee for you, D.R. Vall. I, I think I could hang. I, I've been to a barbecue like that last year. My, my buddy Marcus, I coached ball with, he invited me and I went. Yeah, it's definitely a lot better food than uh, hot dogs on a George Foreman grill. <laughs> That's, that is true. <laughs> Regular hot dogs and hamburgers. That's really, that is true. You are definitely invited. <laughs> Half the time they do a bowl of hot dogs, don't we? Oh, man. Uh, now, Swain, on this tomorrow, I, I am thrilled about that. Me and my buddy, we're actually I'm going to his house to watch it. We're getting another TV out just to listen to y'all and mute, mute the broadcast. But I, I am begging that you get Fred White on this. I'll reach out. Okay. I miss him on here, man. He was so freaking funny. That story, if you get him on there, have him tell that story about that player in Nebraska. That's one of the best stories ever told on this show. He gets real mad about that. Especially, <laughs> especially when I bother him about it. So yeah, he gets real mad about that, man. I know. I want to see his reaction. Like, I want to see the camera on him when he tells it because I've just listened. I've never seen him tell the story. You should ask him about it in person the next time you happen to see him. Me? Yes, you. I've never met him, but if I do, I I will ask him that. Um, And one more thing. I I will say, Ben said something about diversifying who's on there. I mean, your old quarterback could probably get on there, Swain. Yeah. Yeah, man. I will say, though, before I go, don't DM him because he'll post it like that old coach. So messy. You're so messy, dear of all. Uh, C-Mac said. So trifling. That's what Neil Murphy would say. He's so trifling. He he is trifling. Uh, C-Mac said, Daniel ain't invited to anything I'm going to. (laughs) Neil Murphy says, I'm Swain's cousin, in fact. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, Lord. What a family we have here at Swain Event. <laughs> Charles asks, worst Tennessee coach, Pruitt or Kiffin? Oh, Pruitt. It's, it's definitely Pruitt. <laughs> Charles, that ain't even close. It's not even close, Charles. Kiffin beat Georgia. It wasn't this good of a Georgia team, but still beat a pretty decent Georgia team. Kiffin was a field goal kick away from beating Alabama, who won the national championship that year. Becoming the first, well, I guess Kiffin had not been a Nick Saban assistant at that point. No, he wasn't. Mm-mm. I was going to say he would have been the first Nick Saban assistant, but he had not been at that point. Like, Lang got fired and then hired twice after being fired. Pruitt will never be hired as a head coach in college again. Ever. Charles, you know better. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain event relies on 42nd Street. 
42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. It's Red Plastic Cop with some big news for you movie-making, content-creating video superstars. Show your mad skills. And create a video of why it's so important to keep Tennessee litter-free. It's the TSSAA No Trash November Student Video Contest. Sponsored by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Go to nobodytrashestennessee.com slash TSSAA for details. High school and middle school students can submit their video and receive scholarships and prizes provided by TSSAA. Word, peace out. Is that still a thing? Am I being too cool for the school kids? Just asking. Touchdown or Turnover is backed by Alcorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. Touchdown or Turnover backed by Alcorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates, and better service. Stokes said something in the first hour. Stokes is feeling good about Tennessee's chances. Now, I've have felt good all week, but not as good as Stokes. I don't feel that good. Stokes says that Tennessee's going to drop 50 points against Kentucky. I don't think that um, at all. But I do think Tennessee is going to win this football game. Kentucky, the most points that they have given up this season was against Mississippi State at 31. Before the Mississippi State game, the most points that they have uh, 
given up was to Georgia. Now, they did give up 28 points against Missouri, but that's like a different season. I mean, it was the second game of the season, but that was so long ago. How much weight can you put into that? Uh, since then, they gave up 10 points against South Carolina, 13 points against Florida, which seemed like a long time ago. Uh, LSU scored 21. Touchdown turnover. Tennessee will score more points than anyone else scored on Kentucky this week, and that would mean Tennessee would only have to score 32 points. 32 points. So touchdown or turnover. Will Tennessee score 32 points or more against Kentucky? Touchdown or turnover, Ben? I say touchdown. I do think Tennessee is going to put up the most points on Kentucky this season. I'm not at all with the 50 piece that that Stokes thinks is is going to happen. Hopefully, I'm wrong and, and Stokes is right. But Man, I, I hope. I, I, hope I would be wrong. stunned, absolutely stunned, if if Tennessee put up 50. Uh, Real D from the 423 says we will eclipse the 30 point mark by halftime. I'd be stunned if if that happened. Yeah, me too. Look, Kentucky's not great. They, they may not be good, but they're not bad. They're not a bad football team, and they are good against the run, uh, barely allowing over 100 rushing yards per game, which is which is pretty good. So uh, I'll be curious to see if Tennessee can can get the running game going. That that is a question mark. Like I I'm comfortable saying that Tennessee is going to have success throwing the football. I know that Tennessee is going to have success throwing the football. I would be surprised if Tennessee is not have, does not have success throwing the football. I, I've detailed why the past two days. Quick, quick, man, quick, quick. Yes, sir. How many points per quarter will Tennessee have to score for it to be 32 or more? Hurry, quick, 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 quick. Hurry, man, hurry, man, hurry, hurry, hurry. There you go, man. Yeah. Math champion, Ben McKee. Math champion. How are they going to get the 32? Huh? How are they going to get the 32? I don't know. Score score points. Score some touchdowns. Kick the field goals. I don't know. What are they going to do? Score four touchdowns and then get two safeties? No, man. I'm not sitting here saying you got to go out there and try to go for two every time and try to get safeties. I'm just saying that um, you know, 31 is the most that they've given up all season long to Mississippi State, and can Tennessee top that? So for that to happen, it's just an average of eight points per quarter. I think they will. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think they'll get more than thirty-one, which is what state got, and that was the the season high. Like I said, I I think they'll be able to make some some big plays in the passing game. That that's where I really feel comfortable in this game, and, and I do think Tennessee is going to be able to run the football. I, I think it's a question mark going into the game because Kentucky is good against the run, but I, I do think Tennessee is is going to be able to to break off some runs. I, I don't think they're going to have the type of success running the football that they did against. Missouri or South Carolina, but that is <laughs> that that's an outlier. Those two performances, particularly the Missouri performance. Uh, so I, I do think Tennessee will be able to get the the the, the ground game going. They're, they're too talented not to. Quite frankly, uh, Hendon Hooker with his legs, uh, and he, he's a weak, healthier Tyon Evans. He he's going to be able to go because he is healthier. Uh, Jabari Small. I really like Jabari. He's kind of the forgotten man in the forgotten man on the offense, in, in my opinion. I, I think he's more than capable of producing, and, and he's a week healthier with a shoulder. Uh, the, the offensive line, all five got to practice at the same time for the second time this year, so the O line is going to be healthier. Uh, so I, I, I do think that Tennessee will be able to get the ground game going, and uh, Kentucky's really banged up, really banged up. I, I mentioned they're one of their better pass rushers. Yesterday, Jordan Wright at outside backer, he's questionable for this football game. Um, and they have some of their top interior linemen out as well. So they're banged up, and, and I think Tennessee will be able to take advantage of it. And, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that Tennessee's coming off of a bye week and Kentucky's banged up. 
Yeah, I'm going touchdown, man. And I'm just going to say ditto. Everything you said, ditto, ditto, ditto. And um, I'm going to go to the phones. It is a beautiful Friday. It's the best day of the week. Let's go to the phones. Dave Tona. Dave Tona. Dave Tona. Uh, Good morning. Ben tried to call Devontae Dave Tona. He tried to call you Devontae. So um, I guess you and Devontae got a lot in common. Maybe y'all are cousins. Uh, I'm I'm optimistic that uh, Ben will get his his act together. <laughs> Me too, man. What's sad is I wasn't doing it on purpose. It was, it was a total accident. I think Ben's just excited about the game. No, Devontae Dave Tona sounds the same. Uh, so I was a couple minutes late tuning in, and sure. I caught the conversation about the NCAA uh, came back with something. So can you can you kind of repeat what you guys were talking about? Well, the, you don't mind, please. Yeah, the NCAA didn't come back with anything. Tennessee uh, has concluded their investigation into former head coach Jeremy Pruitt, and they've also uh, decided that they will not self-impose a bowl ban. There will be other penalties that Tennessee will impose on themselves, but a bowl ban is not one of them. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the NCAA. No. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, you guys bringing that up for me. And uh, Devontae been okay? We haven't heard from him for a while, right? He he sounds good to me. Okay. All right. Well, gentlemen, you guys have a good weekend, and uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, Dayton. Hope you have a good weekend as well. Janelle, I'm looking at the message here on on YouTube. Um, saying if Tyon plays, then the goal line dab will be happening. <laughs> Man, Tyon should be should be should be good. I know he's beat up in a lot of different areas. He'll be playing. Yeah. So, how long does he last? That's a different question. Yeah. Ho- hopefully that that ankle holds up. Well, if Cash Daniels was playing, then Tyon would not have a chance to finish the first drive. Um, but hopefully, there's no ankle twisters on Kentucky's team. I got to have a little talk with that linebacker coach at Kentucky about that. Your your supposed friend. Uh, yeah, we actually high school teammates. So yeah, but that don't make you friends. No, we are friends now. How often do you talk? I don't, dude. I haven't talked to Ontario, and we friends. But have you talked to your Kentucky coach friend since it has been two thousand and twenty-one? Yes. Okay. Then y'all are friends. <laughs> yes. 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 We have talked. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't talked to Ontario in forever. Like I talked to him like the week before um, South Carolina game, but it was really just over text. It wasn't even over the phone. And then I haven't talked to him since, just because I respect the grind. Those no, guys, because he's the enemy. That's why. No, he's a cock. We don't talk to cocks. He's a he's a cock for a little bit. He's a cock for a little bit. He knows what home is. He on, he knows what home is. Bring him home, Josh Heupel. I don't, I don't know who he would take over for. 865-255-03. Ben, you are a damn instigator. You are instigator, man. You and Diarval, y'all are the worst. Y'all are trifling, man. Neil Mafia might have been a little off base with his exit of the SEC plan, but he is on base. He is on base like Freddie Freeman when it comes to y'all well, you being trifling. Tremel says, Dave Tona got y'all on speaker making a sandwich. Sounds like you're doing something a little bit in the background. What, what's new? <laughs> I always got some noise in the background. Just sit still. Uh, Scott Williamson in um, Jacksonville says, Vols got to get over 32 because, by God, my Vols by 50. <laughs> Uh, Volstorm says CFLB that is cock for a little bit for Montario Harsey who is the running backs coach at South Carolina 
Vol Candace says we scored 24 against Alabama, had an opportunity to score more. I believe we scored 32 or more. Touchdown. Well, you know the sweet part uh, of Tennessee winning this game, uh, aside from Tennessee dominating them once again and Tennessee just simply winning an SEC football game. The underrated part of a Tennessee win that has not been discussed this week is is truly ruining Kentucky season. Because we, we can think that they're they're overrated. We we can think that they're bad. We can think that they're good. We can think whatever about them. The fact is that they're still six and two. Mm-hmm. And if they win out, they're going ten and two and, and maybe to a sugar bowl. Ugh. And it, it goes down as one of the best Kentucky football seasons of all time. Tennessee can ruin that. Remember how annoyed we were with Tennessee when it lost to South Carolina and Vanderbilt to not go to the Sugar Bowl? In 2016, yeah. Wasted opportunity. It was a That's waste. how Kentucky fans will feel about this football season. And how glorious would it be for Tennessee to take a dagger and stick it right in the heart? Damn, man, you're going to break something Kentucky here. fans. Right in the heart Damn. of Matt Jones. Make him go crying back to that McDonald's drive through lady. You got to give brother a warning, man. I, I was, that, that first one kind of scared me. <laughs> it would be so glorious just to, to ruin their season because we talk about the schedule. It has been easy. Like, SEC schedule-wise, it has been easy for Kentucky. And Kentucky fans are already upset about losing to Mississippi State. Because they, they expected to lose to Georgia, but a loss to Mississippi State, a loss to Tennessee, after you started 6-1, and one, and Mississippi State and Tennessee are, are solid football teams, but they're not world beaters. They're, they're not games Kentucky can't win, and, and for Kentucky to get out to a 6-1 and one start, you, you, you beat LSU, you beat Florida, and then you couldn't take care of business the rest of the way with, with a relatively easy SEC schedule. Oh, it would be crushing. It would be heartbreaking. They would all turn their attention to basketball. It it would be so glorious to just ruin their season right then and there because they would still go on to – if they lose to Tennessee, I think they'll beat Louisville. And then they also play Vandy and, like, New Mexico State. They'll win those three, in my opinion. So even if they beat Tennessee, they'll still go 9-3, and which by Kentucky football standards is really good. But – it won't feel really good to those Kentucky football fans because they still lost to Tennessee, a team that they hate probably more than anybody, maybe, maybe Louisville. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's Louisville in basketball and Tennessee in, in football. Right. So for, for that to like ruin their season and make them feel like 9-3 and three is a bad season for them when it should always be celebrated at Kentucky, it would be glorious. In 2018, the 2018 season, this was the year that Kentucky won 10 games. 2018, Kentucky won 10 games. They were 10 and 3. And Ben, my friend, that is a great year. Yes, for any anyone actually outside of you know Georgia, Alabama, Clemson before this year, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Like we understand, you know, kind of what their expectations are right now. But a double digit win for anyone outside of those teams, man. Right now, people will doing will be doing backflips for. Well, Kentucky went ten and three. Folks, the world's first and fully you would, autonomous and you would think, almost at the finish line. You would think that a SEC team going and winning ten games that they would go to a really good bowl game. I mean just an awesome bowl game. Ten wins? And no disrespect to this bowl at all. Because this is a good bowl. And we've been there, and I would love to go here for my team. But we know how bowl games go and how teams are selected. It's based on partly your record, but partly your fan base. 
and the participation that you get from the fan base and how well they travel. Ben, Kentucky went 10-3 in 2018. You know what bowl they went to? The Citrus Bowl. The Citrus Bowl. Did you know you can't spell citrus without UT? Hey, man, I, I can't wait to go to the Citrus Bowl this year. I don't think it's going to happen, but, like, that just shows you that if Tennessee goes and wins 10 games, they're not going to the Citrus Bowl. They go, they'll go somewhere different. Well, didn't Kentucky win its 10th game in the Citrus Bowl? Is that that is, they, they you're right. You know State? what? You're right. You're right. They won nine games that year and won their 10th game against uh, Penn State in the Citrus Bowl. That is right. That is right. But my point is, it just goes, it goes to show that Kentucky's best year in forever, they just went to the Citrus Bowl. And you are right, Ben. You have an opportunity right now, tomorrow, if you are Tennessee, to change the narrative. Oh, yeah, you know, you lost to Georgia. Everyone's supposed to lose to Georgia, right? And the only loss that would be embarrassing for Kentucky would be Mississippi State. But, ah, oh, you, you know, you slip up. You slip up. It was a road game. You slip up. But what can you say about a Tennessee team that had 30 guys leave the, t- leave the program plus transfer portal that's been the laughing stock of college football from a national standpoint? And I know people don't want to hear that, but listen, I'm going to keep it real. It's been that way for last couple last couple years. Dating back to the Shiano stuff. And then the stuff that happened a couple weeks ago, Ole Miss. And then the coaching fiasco. And then firing Pruitt and the investigation. Like, guys, it just is what it is. You got to embrace it and just try to change the narrative by going out there and winning and getting better. But what can Kentucky fans say if you lose to a 4-4 four and four football team that took a bunch of transfers and a coach from Central Florida in his first year, on the road, goes in and beats you. Oh, that would hurt. That would hurt that pride right there. So you're right, Ben. This is a great opportunity. Great opportunity for Tennessee to put the dagger right through the heart. Come on, Ben. You're going to break something, man. You're going to break something, man. Break this table for my fist. I'm going to have to call Office Furniture Outfitters, man. Get a new table, man. You're too aggressive, Ben. All right, who's on the phone? Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Morning, individuals. Good morning, sir. You guys have a good weekend. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good weekend. I, I'm excited about uh, listening to you guys on on instead of having to listen to whoever's going to be announcing it. Beth Mullins and Don Davenport. Listen, this is what we're not going to do. We are not going to slander or throw any shade towards this crew on ESPN2, Beth Mullins, Kurt Morrison and Don Davenport because they do a good job. And Beth is good. I like Beth Mullins. We ain't doing that. She's good. She does a good job. And I like Kirk too. And Don's awesome. So you watch the Who's broadcast. Be the officials? Huh? The Who's officials? Be the officials? Don't know. Mm. Did you see did you see They're that? They're gonna suck though, I know that. I've got an echo coming back. I hate that when you're on the phone and say one word and it comes right back at you. Well, maybe, hey, call, hang up and call us back if you need to, Turkey Man. Maybe you got the you know app playing somewhere. Or you got you got the show playing no, somewhere. Well, I'm, I'm, I may do that now, but okay. I I cleared up right this minute. I'm I'm gonna be quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, yesterday, I was running through yesterday afternoon on the. SEC Network and happen to see, I think it's called SEC Now or something like that. And I flipped it over, and they had Alabama players and they had Ole Miss players, and they're talking about Lane Kiffin's whistle. And I heard I heard a caller or somebody on Twitter or something was talking about during the Ole Miss game. Kept hearing alert whistles going off. Well. It's so, it, I learned on that by watching that, that during the game, if Lane wants to change the play or he wants to wants to swap them what they're going to run, he whistles. And uh, that whistle can be heard uh, by them apparently in, in crowd noises. And so if he can do that, 
uh, I think that's supposed to be illegal. But that makes sense of uh, some of the things that uh, that happened during that Ole Miss game that we thought a whistle was blown. And I was wondering if that's uh, something that you've seen. If not, you ought to look look it up. It, it was a uh, uh, run yesterday about uh, I for the fine bomb come on. I turned I was flipping through pages on the channel on TV. But anyhow, uh, just something I don't know if you heard or seen or anything. Also, uh, uh, the temperature or anything like that. Do you think we'll take the ball first? We win win the toss, or you think we'll defer to to Second half, if we get to toss. Yeah, Turkey Man, I I don't know what you do. I think in most cases you want to defer to the second half if you win the coin toss. That's what they'll do. They've done it all year. I mean, that's what when I they would win do. the toss. They defer. That's what I would do. Yeah, I would I would do that. Give me the ball in the in the in the third quarter, first possession after I've made some adjustments and I get into the flow of the game. You know, getting the ball first puts a lot of pressure on you. Uh, because you just never know what new wrinkle you're going to see from the other side. And if you score, it's great, right? Because, you know, you have, especially on the road for Tennessee, you've, you know, silenced that crowd. You had a momentum. But, man, if you don't if you don't drive the ball, at least put up points, you're going to put the crowd in the game. And it's going to be, you know, it'll be a little bit harder for you. So I would always – Defer to the second half if I won the toss. Shoefish says that Beth Moens is annoying. But who do y'all like? Nobody. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to who like who what announcer do you like? Give me your give me your your best play by play announcer that you that you like. And then give me your best analyst. And this is college football. Give me your best play by play in college football. And then give me your best analyst. And then give me your best reporter. If you had to make like a, a, a super team of Tom Hart, Kirk Herbstreet, Cole Kublik. That's your three? That's my three. But I'm sure there's uh, before the top of the hour plays in four minutes and two seconds, somebody will talk about how they don't like Cole Kublik or don't like Kirk Herbstreet or, or don't like Tom Hart. Sure as hell ain't Greg McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Southern Middle Vol says touchdown that Tennessee will score over 32 points and uh, it'll be 38-21 I'm not saying Tennessee will score 32 points I'm saying 32 or more because the season high versus Kentucky was Mississippi State last week when they scored 31 so I'm not saying Tennessee will score 31 excuse me 32 we have to figure out how that divides into that's what I heard four. no that's not what I said man I gotta select them here I didn't get a Q-tip. You just need to explain 32 or more. I said that, man. How can Tennessee get to 32? <laughs> oh, How man, many y'all points be listening. does it take to get to 32? <laughs> y'all don't be listening, man. Y'all don't be listening. I watched the Michigan-Michigan State game um, last weekend, and Gus Johnson was was good. But he gets he get hype. I I, thought, that's why I love Gus. But I – I thought it was like a touchdown. I was like, Gus, that was like a four-yard run. <laughs> Whoa, boy. I, I like, love Gus. I we would not slander Gus on this program. I, I, listen, I love Gus. I'm just saying that, you know, I was barely paying attention, and I heard him get excited. Whoa, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's like a five-yard catch. Well, the funny one. You got me all excited for that. Got me flipping or turning around, <laughs> trying to pay attention. I was like, tricking me, Gus. <laughs> Let me know when something really happened. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying, man. And Joe Tess does, does that to me, too. I like the, the, Joe the excitement. Joe Tess, there's a ball that's Joe thrown in the air. Throw. And Joe's like, ooh, incomplete. Oh, man, you got it, me all NFL excited. NFL people hated it, too. That's why he's not in the NFL anymore. The NFL get, people hated it. Like, you, you got you to gotta be excited, but you can't be too excited. No. In co- college, that's, you need that in college football. That Look, the voice of the Vols. That's what people wish he did and why he catches flack so much. See, see Because see, he doesn't get excited. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is an example. Y'all don't be listening. And you the ringleader, Ben. You the ringleader of not listening. Mike and JC. I hate to use your example here. I'm not picking on you, Mike. Sounds like you are. But Mike says, Joe Tess, Charles Davis, Coach Hubert. See? See what I'm talking about? Charles Davis does NFL games. It's co- the question is college. You didn't specify. No, I, I did 
didn't specify. If you didn't hear that, that proves my point. You don't listen. I did not. I honestly did not hear you. I just assumed you were talking about you don't, college. You don't listen, man. But do you, you know for listen. fact that you said college? For a fact. We're going we to have to check the replay here in a minute. You better check the tape. We will have to. Another guy that I, I really like, and he does do college, so you can't stub my toe on this one. Dan Orlovsky. I, I could listen oh, to Dan yeah, Orlovsky like break down yeah, I like football Dan. all day long. I like Dan. Nelson, I ain't reading this, Nelson, because I, I, I know you being sarcastic, Nelson. I know you being sarcastic. I know you being sarcastic, Nelson. Volstorm says Sean Madonna, Todd Blackledge, and Cole Kublik. That's his three. I like Todd Blackledge a lot. Yeah. Sean McDonough, indifferent. I don't dislike him. Yeah. He did. I mean, he was doing NFL games. He did uh, Monday Night Football with, with Gruden. I do like Greg McElroy when he is just simply breaking down football. It's all the extra corniness that I do not like. I think he is very corny. Oh, I was I was real proud of the way Tennessee ran the football. No, you weren't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I, ben, we know you don't like Greg McElroy. We I'm know. I, I do enjoy Greg Greg's commentary on football. I do. I'm I'm being a little over the top and playing the radio. I, I do like Greg in general. I, I was not a fan of the Alabama game stuff that was mentioned on this show. But yeah, I I, I, I do think Greg does a, a really good job in yeah. all seriousness. I like listening to Greg call every game except for Alabama Tennessee game. Yes. Every other game. Yes. Every other game. I can I man, Greg McElroy's awesome. I mean, I, I, it's not I, awesome to me when Alabama is playing Tennessee. No, but it would it would be awesome if we subbed in Jonathan Crompton uh, to, for for Greg McElroy on that broadcast, or or, or you. No, nah, man, I, I don't even know why people are excited about you know Volcast. How you gonna man. watch the game while you got Swain in your ear? Nah, man, I don't know why people want that at all. Seems like a bad experience to but, me. But we gonna do it, and we'll see how it goes. We gonna no, it'll have be awesome. fun. We'll have fun doing it, man. It's unique. Yeah, very very. You need. We'll get to text box, phone calls after this.